0: Opinions expressed on ACB media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
1: All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another ACB community event with Vespero. I'm Liz, and it's great to be here with you today to talk about all the different cursors in JAWS. This is something that we get a lot of questions about, and so we wanted to try to clear up the confusion and maybe talk about some things that we don't discuss very often. With that said, I'm gonna share my screen and we're gonna jump right in. You are viewing the
2: screen. All right, are you guys able to
1: hear JAWS here? We are. Okay. All right, so today we're going to talk about several different cursors, and I'm just going to go over what these are first, and then we're going to break it down and explore them. And I'm going to show you where to get more information so that when you do use them or when you do need to know some keystrokes, you can find that information easily. Before we delve into that, however, I do want to talk a little bit about the differences between using these cursors in desktop keyboard layout or laptop keyboard layout. So if you have a computer, a a laptop, for example, that has a numpad, then you'll be able to use the desktop commands. If you are using a regular keyboard, maybe you have a Bluetooth keyboard, wireless keyboard uh, that has a, a numpad, again, you'll be able to use those standard commands. But if you don't, you will, be, you will need to use the laptop layout command. So let's just talk about what that means for a second. The different cursors, when we activate them, we use the numpad. And so we have other keys that you can use, other commands that you can use if you do not have a numpad. We're going to primarily use the uh, caps lock key as the JAWS key rather than the insert key because not all laptops have an insert key. So let me show you where to go to set your laptop layout. Now, the great thing about this is if you set your keyboard or set your JAWS to laptop layout, even if you have a numpad, even if your your keyboard has a numpad, you can still use all those desktop and laptop commands. So I'm gonna press insert J and that's going to take me into the JAWS menus over here. Now I have mine set to run in the system tray. So it's gonna bring it up as a context menu. You may have yours set to run in its own window, and if that's the case, when you press Insert J, you'll just hear it say Jaws.
2: Jaws context menu options submenu. O.
1: We want to go to the options menu. If you're doing that from within the Jaws window itself, you press Alt O. Here, since we're in a context menu, we're going to press the right arrow key.
2: Basics. Dot 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 B.
1: And the first option is Basics. We want to enter on that option.
2: Context menu leaving menu bar basic settings dialog.
1: And now we're going to tab through this dialog and one of the options is going to be layout. So we're just going to tab several times
2: here. Okay, use keyboard layout combo box laptop 2 of 3, Alt plus L.
1: Okay, use keyboard layout combo box laptop, that's already selected. If it's not, you can use your up and down arrow keys to locate that and then tab to okay. Window,
2: cancel button, messages.
1: And press enter. I'm not changing anything, so I'm just going to press escape. All right. But I wanted to show you how to get there. Um,
2: Document one word. Now,
1: just kind of as an aside, I mentioned that when you have laptop selected, that you can use both those desktop and laptop keystrokes. One of the ones I like to use most often, and this has nothing to do with cursors, but I'm going to tell you anyway, is the keyboard command for getting your battery status. Because if you use a laptop, you know, you're going to want to know what your battery status is. So if you press caps lock, shift B, and if you're doing this with your left hand, you can kind of press shift and caps lock at the same time because they're just right there, you know, one above the other. B.
2: AC connected. Battery level high. Battery 100%. Network KCS 2.4. Internet access.
1: So it tells you your battery status. It also tells you your network status. So that's one of those perks of having that selected. And you can just leave that layout selected. All right. So now let's talk about cursors. Oftentimes, we don't even really think about what cursor we're using because we don't have to. We don't really need to unless it becomes necessary, unless we need to activate another cursor. So we talk about the PC cursor. We talk about the virtual PC cursor. You may have even heard of the JAWS cursor, invisible cursor. Some of these cursors are just, you know, things we don't really discuss that often because we don't use them in applications on a regular basis. We also have something called the scan cursor as well as the touch cursor. So we're going to we're going to go over all of these today. And I want you to learn what they are, when you need them and really just how to get the information you need, how to activate them, yes, but really just how to get the information you need so that when you are in a situation where you're not You know, JAWS, something is not being read by JAWS. You're not really sure what you you have going on on the screen. You'll know which cursor you need. So let's start with the PC
2: cursor. I'm
1: here in Microsoft Word and I have some text generated here. So the PC cursor is the system cursor it's the insertion point. It's what you visibly would see navigating going across the screen as you navigate. So wherever our cursor is, for example, in a Word document or in a a menu, uh, maybe we're in File Explorer and we're moving the cursor to different files, different folders. That's the actual system cursor. It's what we're moving around here in a, a Word document, for example, or any other word processing, email, in any kind of situation where we have text and we can edit that text, we use that PC cursor to navigate. And that's where the insertion point is. Like right now,
2: I, v, v, we
1: are right before the V here. We're, we're on the V of video. If I arrow to the right, I, we're video. on the I
2: D, delta. or
1: D. You know, and you'll hear JAWS speak those letters. We can navigate word by word with control right arrow, control left arrow.
2: Provides a powerful way to help you prove your point, your U you L2 way powerful A provide video.
1: And we can up and down arrow to read line by line. So that's the PC cursor. Now we don't really think about this because by default, JAWS knows which cursor to activate or which, because it knows what where we are, it knows what kind of app we're in. If there is a PC cursor, that's what we're using because there is a, a system pointer to actually follow. Now, this is not the same thing as a mouse. This is the cursor that moves as we move here in the document. All right, so that in a nutshell is the PC cursor. We don't need to know a whole lot about that, except that we use it to navigate in documents. We use it to navigate in email in menus and any application such as Outlook when we're going from you know, message to message and things like that. That is the cursor we're using. Let's go over here to a web page.
2: Screen sharing meeting control calculator. Training and freedom scientific length. Heading level one lesson. All
1: right. On the internet or in any HTML file, we have what we call the virtual PC cursor. Now, it's virtual because you don't actually see it. There's no insertion point there. We can't edit a web page. This is text that we can only read. Now, by default, if you were not running JAWS and you were just on a web page, if you, you know, didn- weren't using a screen reader, you're on a web page and you're using your arrow keys, you know your arrow keys aren't moving a cursor because there's really no cursor to move. You can't edit that information unless you're in a search box, in which case you can type. So we needed to create a cursor, which we call the virtual PC cursor, to simulate that PC cursor, because we need it to behave like the PC cursor does, so that we can use those reading commands, or up and down arrow keys, right and left, and so forth. So when we're on a web page, we can read it just like we would a document. By default, unless you've changed this, by default, Your virtual PC cursor is on when you're on a web page. So JAWS knows the difference between, okay, I'm in a Word document. I need to use this PC cursor. And I'm on a web page. and Now I need to navigate with the virtual PC cursor. So we typically don't think about this one either unless we need to turn it off or do something. uh, If we're using an application that, maybe a web-based application such as Google Docs, that requires us to use the PC cursor.
2: Heading level one training, Training.
1: So I can navigate here through this web page. Now, when I'm on a web page, since I can't type information, except in form fields, when we're in a form field, you know, an edit box, for example, yeah, we can type there because we, we need to be able to. However, having this virtual PC cursor allows us to also have these quick navigation keys so that we can press letters and instead of typing, they perform a specific Function. For example, H is for heading, T is for table, and so forth. So, you know, whereas if I'm in Microsoft Word and I type the letter H, it's going to put an H in my document. If I'm here on a web page and I press the letter H,
2: training center, let's learn something new, heading level one,
1: it takes me to the headings,
2: training schedule, visit heading level two link, and so forth. Tra-
1: so that is how the PC cursor works. Now, visually speaking, you can Visually track the virtual PC cursor, and this is useful if you have some vision or if you are have someone is helping you, and they have sight. So you can go into the settings. I'm going to use quick settings for this instead of Settings Center, which you can you can use Settings Center with which is Insert Six on the number row, but I'm going to press Insert V Victor for quick settings.
2: Quick settings Chrome dialog.
1: And I'm just going to type the word virtual here in the search box and down arrow.
2: Seven search results list box, virtual cursor options.
1: So here we have some virtual cursor options. We could go in and change how certain things behave.
2: Virtual cursor, verbosity level I, virtual cursor options. Screen track virtual cursor checked, general options.
1: Now screen track virtual cursor is checked. So you would see like a little rectangle around it there. Visually speaking, that's just to help you know if you have vision or help. So, if someone is helping you, they know where you're reading on the screen.
2: Virtual menu not checked.
1: And then we get into some other settings. So, I'm going to press escape. So, those are some settings that you can use with the virtual PC cursor. You can go in and change. Uh, But typically, generally speaking, when you open a web page, when you open Chrome, your browser, or Edge, or any of the browsers, it's going to be the virtual PC cursor is going to be turned on. Now, if you are not sure. Whether you're, if you're in an application, you're not sure, am I using the virtual PC cursor or the PC cursor? If you reach over here, if you have a numpad and you turn NumLock off, that means that we're not using it as a numpad, we're using it as a JAWS keypad, basically. You're going to press the plus key on that numpad. Virtual PC. And if you are in an HTML document or, you know, you're on a web page, you'll hear, virtual PC. Otherwise, you'll hear PC. If you're using a laptop and you don't have that numpad, the way to determine that, to hear that, is to press caps lock semicolon. Virtual PC. So caps lock semicolon. That's caps lock is simulating your JAWS key here. So virtual PC. That's how we know. All right. So that is how the virtual PC cursor works. So again, those are very similar. Now, I, I mentioned here just a few minutes ago that there might be certain situations where you would want to turn off the virtual PC cursor. Those could be if you are in a web-based application such as Google Docs where you're, you're going to use a PC cursor there because it is a, it's a web-based application that's basically simulating the desktop experience. So if you're typing a document in Google Docs, for example you would want to use, well, you would be using that PC cursor because that's your insertion point to type the document. And by turning off the virtual PC cursor, you are staying within that document window just like you would if you were in, you know, a a desktop word processing application, like Word or Notepad or something like that. So you would, you can toggle the virtual PC cursor on and off by pressing insert Z Zulu. Now I have my verbosity set differently than you may. I don't actually have mine set to actually say virtual PC cursor off or virtual PC cursor on, but you typically would hear that. So now it's off. Now if I arrow, I get nothing, right? Nothing happens. If I turn it on,
2: On. I can arrow, or, you
1: know, I can arrow around once again. The other thing that you can do sometimes now, there are certain websites, for example, YouTube is one of them that, uh, YouTube has created what we call native keyboard commands. And these are commands that they have created so that uh, it's specific to their website, to their controls. So you can press, for example, the letter K uh, to play or pause a video. You can use the numbers on the number row to navigate to a certain place in the video, like two is 20%, four is 40%, and so forth. So you have a number of keyboard commands. But if we try those when we have the virtual PC cursor on, what's going to happen is that command is sent to JAWS instead. So it's using those quick navigation commands. So if I hit K,
2: it's
1: going to find a place marker that I have set on that page. Uh, Now, I'm not on YouTube, but if I was, it, it would try to find a place marker. So we can do what's called suspending the quick nav keys, which is shift insert Z.
2: Quick key suspended.
1: And now if I use letters, if I press a certain letter, it's not going to use those quick nav keys, but we still have the ability to navigate using the virtual PC
2: cursor.
1: And so that's one of the benefits of using that command. Again, that's insert shift Z Zulu. And then we can resume use of those quick nav keys by either using that command again.
2: Resume quick keys.
1: Or if we navigate away to a different window, for example, and come back, then it's going to resume those quick nav keys. So that is how we use the virtual PC cursor. And again, most of the time, we don't even have to think about it. It's just automatically enabled and we can navigate like we would any other document. But it is good to know for situations when you may need to turn it off for web-based applications or if you are if you want to suspend those quick nav keys to use uh, services, you know, like YouTube and maybe some other websites where they've created those hotkeys that are specific to that service. All right. Checking the time here. Okay. Now we get into some of the other cursors. Let's go back over here to our document. Word, word. Document. document. I want to talk a little bit about JAWS versus invisible versus scan cursors. I think these are probably cursors that can be the most confusing, especially since we have so many of them. So let's talk about the JAWS cursor first. The JAWS cursor is used when we want to read information on the screen that maybe we're not getting access to. Maybe you want to see what else is there. Or maybe you're in an app and you don't want to move your focus. You don't want to move your system cursor your PC cursor, away from a certain area, but you want to get some information that's on the screen. So you can press the minus key on the numpad, or you can press caps lock P. JAWS cursor. And you'll hear JAWS say JAWS cursor. And then if you want to activate the PC cursor again, that's caps lock semicolon or plus on the numpad. PC cursor. All right. So I'm here uh, at the top of this document. I'm on the word video. I'm on the letter V. V. And if I activate this cursor, this jaws cursor with caps lock P, jaws cursor. Now, if I move around, I can use those same reading commands. I can get all kinds of information. I even have mouse functionality because now what it does is it moves. You have the mouse movement here that you would if you were actually moving your mouse. So. Um, it's not going to move my PC cursor away from that V in the word video, but it is going to allow me to read the screen. So I can use my up and down arrow keys.
2: Themes and styles also help keep your document color and text to make video that
1: Now, the, the JAWS cursor isn't necessarily going to be placed where the PC cursor was. That's the thing. They can't, you you know, you can route one to the other. You can press insert plus to route JAW or PC to JAWS and insert minus to route. JAWS to PC. I'm not going to get too deep into these commands because I want to show you where to get them because I know there's just a lot of commands were thrown out here. But we don't need to do that. I just want to explore here.
2: And the embed code for the video, video clipboard, help search.
1: But here's the thing.
2: Video provides a powerful way to help you prove your point.
1: Now, th- this is the top of the document. Video is the first word in this document. And if I'm if I was using my PC cursor, I can't navigate above that, right? That's as high as I can go. It's top of the document. But I can navigate outside of that document area because I'm still within this window and with the JAWS cursor. So I can press up arrow,
2: clipboard help search.
1: And we're gonna hear hear some toolbar items there.
2: Clipboard, Calibri Body. Now we hear the name of the font. Calibri Body11. Search search. Doc, document one word. Doc, document one word. So
1: again, you know, we can and now I can navigate to the end with control end to the bottom here.
2: Bottom of file, land, even on another device, land, 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 even on another. Top of file doc- document one word,
1: and I can go to the top with Control Home, all without moving the PC cursor. It's moving the mouse. Now, when this is really useful in a situation where maybe you're trying to locate a button in a document, or not in a dot, sorry, not in a document, a, in an application, maybe the OK button, an uh, install button, may, maybe there's a dialog on your screen you need to cancel something, but you're not sure where the cancel button is. So you can always try activating this cursor and locating that button, and then your um, space, your slash and your star keys become your left and right mouse clicks. Sorry, mouse buttons. So I'm going to turn the PC cursor back on for just a second.
2: PC cursor, I with me. All
1: right. So again you know, that, is, that enables you to actually click using the mouse. And that is extremely useful um, when you're trying to navigate. There we go. Okay. Sorry, I had something going on there. So I'm over here once again on the numpad. I'm going to show you this from a laptop point of view again. All right. So let's turn this back on, which is caps lock key. JAWS cursor. And again, you have your slash and your star on the numpad. So numlock off. Want to make sure numlock is off. Uh slash and star or left and right mouse clicks respectively. Here on the laptop layout, you can hold down your caps lock key and you can hit 8 on the number row.
2: Left mouse button, menu bar, context menu system.
1: Or and that actually activated menu because my Jaws cursor was on menu, it bar, or i can press caps lock nine right mouse button okay and that didn't activate anything because system. there was no uh context closed there but i'm actually in a menu, menu. Bar, now i system. need to hit escape
2: Leaving menu. so
1: video, what this allows you to do
2: video, video provides a pop- JAWS cursor
1: when you're in the when you're using the jaws cursor is navigate around as if you're moving your mouse and then when you need to click on something
2: land, land. Do- document one word search search
1: for example, I'm on the word "search."
2: Space, space, search.
1: So let's see if I press caps lock eight. Left mouse button. I don't think that did anything. Right mouse button. Context menu. Okay. Right mouse button did though. It right clicked it. So again, you're just basically using your mouse here. So it allows you to locate buttons like OK and cancel.
2: Move unavailable. Size unavailable. Minimum.
1: And activate them, and then I can press Escape. Leave it I edit. could make whatever menu choices I need. And then I need to remember to turn my my PC cursor back on because if I don't, I'm going to be navigating around and,
2: uh, you
1: know, I might be using my JAWS cursor. So if I'm ever not sure about that, is my PC cursor activated, I can always press that caps lock semicolon. So,
2: you
1: know, once again, if you are using your numpad, so on a laptop, sometimes it's a little bit difficult to there might not be a space between that numpad and the rest of your keys. So I like to find the backspace key. And then right next to it, num lock on. I have the numlock key is to the right of it. Now, uh, different laptops may be set up differently. Um, I'm currently using a Dell, but I know if la- if uh numlock is on or off, num lock off because I hear Joss say that. Num lock on. And then to the right of that is slash. the slash key. Me. And to the right of that is star. star so slash is left, mouse click, star is right, mouse click. Star, and slash. of course, I just typed them because I turned on my NumLock. So you want to make sure NumLock is off. NumLock. And then again, this is, you know, when you're using your JAWS cursor, you're navigating around as if you were using a mouse. I, and you have it moved. You know, we're still on the, the word video, the first word in this document. You have it moved that PC cursor. The JAWS scan cursor works the same except it is used in more modern applications now this isn't something that you need to know how to activate because you do it the same way you activate your JAWS cursor JAWS knows based on the interface used for the app it knows which cursor it needs to activate
2: Calculator. So I'm going to go over Calcul- here
1: to the calculator app. Now, this is one of those newer applications that you'll see that's been updated that uses a more modern interface. And this, so now if we press the minus key on the numpad or if we press caps lock P,
2: JAWS scan cursor.
1: we hear JAWS scan cursor. So again, I need to remember to go back to the the PC cursor here because I actually want to type here. I'm going to press caps lock semicolon PC cursor. And I'm just going to type 350 Multiply by
2: 97 33,950.
1: All right. Now, this is an app that I can actually tab through and actually get you know get the information I need, but let's say I wanted to stay right here, keep that PC or the
2: PC, yeah, cursor. PC
1: cursor right here. And I want to investigate what's on the screen. I want to explore this. So I'm going to hold down Caps Lock and press P.
2: JAWS Scan Cursor.
1: And it's a JAWS Scan Cursor. So again, you know, this isn't something that it's, you do it the same way. It's, it's very intuitive that knows which one to use, whether it's JAWS or the JAWS Scan Cursor. It's not something that you have to tell it. You just use the same command. So now I can navigate around this area without moving my PC cursor.
2: Navigation landmark button. Calculator. Calculator. And I'm at the top. Calcul- navigation landmark button. Heading level 1 display is 33,950. Memory controls. Clear all memory button available. Memory recall button available. Memory add button. Memory subtract button. Memory store. Display controls. Percent button.
1: And I could just navigate through all of this. Clear clear
2: backspace button. Standard. Reciprocal button. Square button. Square root.
1: And again, you can control home to go to the top. Control home, Control end to go to the bottom. Standard. And when you're finished, you can just press caps lock. PC cursor or plus on the numpad. So that is how the scan cursor works. I'm gonna clear this expression. All right, so the final cursor, oh wait, I do wanna mention the invisible cursor. And that's, I think that's really one that confuses people because what is the invisible cursor? So the invisible cursor works a lot like the JAWS and scan cursors. It will let you navigate around the screen. Um, but it's invisible. It doesn't. The mouse doesn't follow it. It's invisible. This is mostly used for by scripters. I'm sure there are other applications. Some of you out there may actually use this for other things. But uh, you know, it's used a lot in scripting. So if I press NumPad minus,
2: invisible scan cursor
1: twice quickly. Now you notice there it said invisible scan cursor because I'm in. The calculator, which is one of the more modern applications here, uses one of the more modern interfaces. And it knows that it needs to activate the scan cursor. If I was in Word, for example, and I'll show you that here in just a minute, it would activate the using the JAWS cursor. Um,
2: PC cursor. I can hit
1: the plus key to go back to the PC cursor. Again, I can hold down Caps Lock and hit P twice quickly.
2: Invisible scan cursor.
1: And 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 when I'm in, you know, using the scan cursor, I can navigate around here.
2: Navigation landmark button.
1: And I get the same information as I do with the jaws and scan cursors and all that, but it's not following the mouse. You can't see the cursor. All right. PC cursor. So if I go over here to Word.
2: Document one word.
1: And we try this again. Caps lock P twice quickly.
2: Jaw. Invisible cursor.
1: It just says invisible cursor. So. PC cursor. That is how you would activate the invisible cursor. The one that I think is extremely interesting that we don't talk about nearly enough is the touch cursor. Even if you don't have a touch screen, which I do not on this particular computer, you can use the touch cursor to simulate that. So if you're in a situation, I'm just going to give you an example here. Let's go back over to the calculator, calculator. An example that I like to give here is if you're installing an app, for example. And you need to find the install button or you need to find an OK button. Again, you know, we were talking about using the JAWS cursor for that. But you can also use the touch cursor for that. And that enables you to navigate as if you were using a touch screen. You're going to hear some sounds that are like those you would hear if you were swiping on a touch screen uh, on on a PC. So I'm going to press, well, you can press shift and plus Touch cursor. on the numpad. And then if you want to go back to your PC cursor, Touch PC. you have to hit, you know, activate one of those other cursors. But I, for example, hit the plus key twice to go back to my PC cursor. On a laptop, it's caps lock shift semicolon. Touch cursor. And then to get back to that, I'm just going to press caps lock semicolon twice.
2: Touch PC cursor. All
1: right. But let's go ahead and, and activate this touch cursor. Touch cursor. Now I can choose elements that I want to navigate by by using my up and down arrow keys. Um, I can also press right and left arrow.
2: Zero pane. Zero. Zero. Expression is. Group. Open navigation button.
1: And we can read this information. Now, let's say that we I wanted to activate the open navigation. I can press space. 1 5. And when i do that
2: scientific calculator
1: i can now right and left arrow and get the different types of calculators here
2: Draft calculator programmer calculator Date calculation calculator Draft scientific calculator
1: and then i could hit
2: scientific calculator mode
1: space on that and i go to scientific calculator now again in this particular app you don't necessarily need to do that but let's say i was looking for that button after i found that button and activated it and brought up a list then i could either continue navigating using the touch cursor Or I could go back to using the PC cursor and see then if I get the navigation that I'm expecting. And again, this is usually something that you're going to use when you have, you know, when you've tried navigating and you can't locate the information, but you know it's there. You know there's probably a cancel or an install or an OK button there. You're just really trying to find it. And that's where this touch cursor can really come in handy. And there's a lot about the touch cursor in JAWS help. And I'm going to show you where to find that information in just a minute. Expression is. Um, but again, I can improve. left arrow here. We're still using this touch cursor.
2: Open navigation button.
1: And here's that open navigation button. I can hit
2: standard I can cal- hit
1: space or enter. Calculator. Um,
2: standard calculator has focus.
1: And you know, I could turn the PC cursor on here once again. I could press Caps lock semicolon
2: touch PC and now cursor. I'm using
1: the p c cursor
2: scientific cal- cal- and I'm
1: actually in this list of calculators now I can up and down arrow through it whereas with the touch cursor, I was pressing right and left arrow
2: scientific calculator calculate standard calculator and
1: I can just enter now Display. the uh, standard calculator are- so I use that as an example, but again this this is really helpful when you're having difficulty getting the information you know locating something that you know should be there or you know is there. So kind of to recap before we actually get into where to find information about this and help. So we use the PC and virtual PC cursors mostly, you know, just kind of by default. Uh, We don't even really think about it too much because in documents and menus and anywhere we navigate that has a standard cursor, a, a pointer that's navigating with you that where you can edit text, you know, we're using... The PC cursor on the web in another HTML environment, we're using the virtual PC cursor by default. And then when we get to the JAWS and scan cursors, and you know, those are the ones that we use when we really need some information. And you know, oftentimes in some of these newer apps, what was happening was when you'd use the JAWS cursor, you would get blank, 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 you know, you wouldn't hear anything. So that's why the scan cursor was created so that it could know, JAWS knows when you're using those more modern apps or the new modern interfaces there, and will automatically activate that scan cursor. And then again, the invisible cursor, that's mostly used when you are scripting or, you know, you're navigating, but it's not actually moving the mouse pointer around like the JAWS and scan cursors are. And then the touch cursor is just going to simulate using a touch screen. All right, so how do we find information about these cursors? Now that I've thrown all this information at you, how do you find this information when you need it? Well, two things. Number one, I have created a document that explains the different cursors and gives you keyboard commands and examples of when you would need them, gives you the keyboard commands. So if you want that document, you can send us an email to training at vispero.com and we'll send it over to you. But I want to show you a couple other ways that you can get really valuable information. So JAWS command search is a great way to look up commands. It's designed so that you can type in a certain term and you can get information, you know, get all those commands that pertain to that term. So to activate JAWS Command Search, you're going to press Insert, Space, the layered command that gets you into the command layer. Now I'm going to press J for JAWS Command Search.
2: Search for JAWS commands Dialog. Search for, search for Edit Forms Mode.
1: All right. Now if I type Cursor, C-U-R-S-O-R. Touch Cursor. All right, I'm going to virtual. activate this virtual PC cursor here and I'm going to down arrow.
2: Heading level three link touch cursor, shift plus JAWS key plus semicolon.
1: All right, it said shift plus JAWS key plus semicolon. So that's going to give you the actual laptop command there, which is shift cabsock semicolon.
2: When the touch cursor is active, the cursor keys navigate through the elements of the application in a manner similar to gestures on the tablet. Press PC cursor or JAWS cursor to turn off the touch cursor.
1: All right. So that gives you a little bit of information about it. And of course, we can also use shift and plus on Numpad if you have a Numpad. Link
2: shift plus Numpad plus. And it
1: gives us that right now.
2: Heading level three link JAWS cursor, JAWS key plus P.
1: So you can navigate through these here. It says JAWS cursor. Uh, You can navigate by heading if you were looking for a specific command.
2: Link shift heading level three link JAWS cursor. Now,
1: if you notice, it'll say link. So that means if I press enter, it'll activate that command.
2: PC cursor, JAWS key plus semicolon, heading level 3 link.
1: We have PC cursor here.
2: Say active cursor, Alt plus delete, heading level 3 link.
1: Alt plus delete will tell you which cursor is active.
2: PC cursor, JAWS key, say active cursor, Alt plus delete, heading level 3 link. So if
1: I try Alt plus delete.
2: Virtual PC standard. Virtual PC cursor active.
1: There we go. That uh, told me virtual PC cursor is active. So, again, that's another great command to remember. If you're in a situation, you're not sure, you can hit Alt-Delete. Or you can just reach over here to the numpad plus.
2: Root JAWS cursor to PC. JAWS key plus heading level 3 link.
1: So, route JAWS to PC is...
2: Uh... Say active cursor root JAWS cursor to PC. JAWS key plus heading level 3 link. JAWS cursor to PC period. JAWS key plus left bracket land Left space plus space left blank. oh R- Link insert plus numpad minus.
1: Okay, insert numpad minus, yeah. So what it's telling you here, I didn't read that whole thing because of the way I have my punctuation set. It's saying Roots. route JAWS to PC. Uh,
2: JAWS, heading level three, link root JAWS cursor to PC. JAWS cursor to PC, period, JAWS key.
1: Which in, on a laptop is going to be JAWS key, which is your caps lock.
2: Plus left bracket.
1: Plus left bracket. So it's giving you the laptop layout command there. If I down arrow.
2: Roots the JAWS cursor or the invisible cursor if it is active to the location of the PC cursor.
1: So if you have your PC cursor at the beginning of your document, you activate your JAWS cursor and you read information and you want that JAWS cursor to route to the same location as your PC cursor, that's the command you're going to use. Link insert
2: plus numpad minus.
1: And it's insert numpad minus if you have a numpad.
2: Route PC cursor to JAWS. Insert plus numpad plus heading level 3 link.
1: And again, we have insert plus numpad plus that routes PC to the JAWS. So, you know, if you did leave your PC cursor in a location and you, you activate that JAWS cursor and you find where you need to be and you want to route your PC cursor to that location, if it's a clickable item, it'll often click on it. Um, but it'll it'll route your PC to the location of the JAWS cursor.
2: Routes the PC cursor to the location of the JAWS cursor as the JAWS cursor can. Roots the PC cursor to the location of the JAWS cursor. The PC cursor is controlled by the application and it usually cannot go everywhere in the window, as the JAWS cursor can.
1: Yeah, so there may be places that it it doesn't go to.
2: Link JAWS key plus apostrophe.
1: So again, JAWS key apostrophe. You're using a laptop keyboard. It's going to be caps lock apostrophe. Wrapping the top. So those are the commands. If you go to JAWS command search with insert space followed by J, and then you type in the search box the word cursor, those are the commands that you're going to get now. Edit cursor. Let's go over here. Cursor. and edit this a bit. I'm gonna type the Charlie. word touch before cursor here.
2: Touch cursor. So if touch. if
1: I just wanted to nav to know the touch cursor commands.
2: Heading level three link touch cursor shift plus jaws key plus semicolon. Root touch cursor to JAWS, shift plus JAWS key plus apostrophe heading and level. And
1: so there it's going to give you those particular commands.
2: Root JAWS cursor to touch, shift plus JAWS key plus heading level three, link virtual PC cursor toggle. So
1: you have a lot of options here. And this is like toggling the virtual PC cursor. Link
2: shift heading level three, link virtual PC cursor toggle. Insert plus Z, say active cursor. Alt plus delete heading level, root JAWS cursor to PC. mouse jaws.
1: So again, that's going to give you a lot of different commands. um Now to get out of this, I'm going to press escape.
2: Calculator, clear display. Let me
1: see how I'm doing on time here.
2: 3.41 p.m.
1: All right, I'm going to go over one more thing, and then I want to see if you guys have any questions. So where do you go to learn all about these cursors? What if you haven't used the touch cursor in a while, and you think, oh, I don't remember exactly what all I can do with it? Or maybe you just know a couple of commands, and you think, well, I want to know more about it. We can go to the JAWS help. And to do that, we're going to press Insert J
2: jaws jaw context menu
1: now again i'm running mine from the system tray so i have a context menu here i'm going to press h for help but if you are running yours from the jaws window insert j it's going to say jaws you're going to press alt h for help
2: command search insert plus space j c
1: now under help we have a lot of things here we have command search that's where we just were
2: message center eight m training t
1: we have training which that's your basic training
2: JAWS Help Topics, J.
1: Ah, now we have JAWS Help Topics.
2: Leaving menus. JAWS 2023 Help. Contents page. Review. Introduction book open. All
1: right. so by default what happens here is you have the topics on the left side, and on the right pane you have your information. You can navigate between these panes by using F6. It places you by default here in the left pane, and it usually opens the introduction book. And when a book is open, you can navigate through the topics by using your up and down arrow keys. Now, I'm going to press left arrow to close that introduction book.
2: Introduction book closed, 1 of 17.
1: And I'm going to down arrow.
2: Getting started with JAWS book closed. Using JAWS book closed.
1: I'm going to open using JAWS because I think that's where it is. So I'm going to press right arrow.
2: Using JAWS book open, 12 items.
1: And I'm going to down arrow here.
2: Level 1. Top, topic starting JAWS for topic reading screen. Topic advanced reading. Topic adjusting JAWS. The JAWS application window. Topic manage application. Basic settings book. Voice settings book. About cursors book. Topic oh, about cursors book closed.
1: There's about cursors book closed. So I'm going to right arrow to open that.
2: About cursors book open. Six items.
1: And it tells me there are six items. So here we have all the information about our cursors. I'm going to down arrow.
2: Level 2. Topic using the PC cursor. One of six.
1: So, we have a topic on the PC cursor.
2: Topic using the JAWS cursor.
1: The JAWS cursor. Topic
2: using the invisible cursor. Invisible. Topic using the virtual PC cursor. Virtual. Topic using the Braille cursor.
1: Braille, which we haven't talked about, but that was because it was a separate Braille cursor. We will talk about that. We have a lot of Braille training coming up.
2: Topic using the touch cursor.
1: And we have touch
2: level one topic using jaws with a touch. And
1: then if I down arrow, our next topic it gets into is using jaws with a touch screen. But I'm going to up arrow
2: level two topic using the touch cursor six.
1: So if I want to choose one of these, I'm going to press enter because if I don't, it will be on whatever the last topic is or whatever you know whatever topic is selected is what it's going to display when I press F six. So I have to make sure I press enter to select the topic I want to read here. So I press enter. I don't get any feedback, but I know it did it. I'm gonna press F6. Nope. F6, not six.
2: You want to use the touch cursor expanding? All right,
1: there we go. So, um, using I was reading this earlier. Using I'm gonna to go to the top here. So now it brings me over to this right pane, and I can. This is HTML content. Oh, let's see what cursor we're using. Alt delete.
2: Virtual PC cursor active. Wow. One one zero percent. There we go. Using.
1: So. Now I can navigate this like I would any other web page or any web page because it's HTML content. So I can press H for headings.
2: Using the touch cursor heading level one.
1: I can read all about this touch cursor.
2: Certain applications, especially many of the universal apps found in recent versions of Windows, do not always work as expected with JAWS when navigating. With the standard cursor, such as the PC and virtual PC cursors.
1: All right. So I could read all about that. I could press H and get more information.
2: Navigating with the touch cursor heading level, touch cursor navigation, quick keys, heading level two.
1: Oh, man, we get some quick keys here.
2: While the touch cursor is active, you can use navigation quick keys to quickly jump to various types of elements, such as regions, headings, links, form, controls, and so on.
1: So here, again, it can be very, very powerful if you are able to use these quick nav keys and you can jump to those different headings, those different regions.
2: Text review heading level two. And Advanced navigation heading level two. Here
1: we have some you know, other headings, a lot of information. So if you want to read all about any of these cursors, this is where you can come to. It's Again, you go into insert J, which brings up the JAWS window or the JAWS context menu if you are running JAWS from the system tray. Alt H if you're in the window. H if you're in the context menu to go to help. And then you just go to JAWS help and navigate to, let's go back. I'm
2: gonna hit F6 to go back here Preview to left. Using the left. 10 of 12, Alpha Level 0, using Jaws book So
1: you want to go to using Jaws and about cursors. And then when you locate the topic you want, you press enter, hit F six, and that takes you over to that right-hand pane where you can read about it. F6 takes you back to the left where you can choose another topic. So I think, you know, I, I know we kind of spent a lot of time on that, but I think it's really important. To know how to get help and where to find additional information, so that when you do use some of these cursors, maybe that you haven't used in a while, you'll know where to go. So I'm going to press Alt F4.
2: Calculator standard calculator. And I'm going to go over here and, and
1: stop sharing my screen, screen sharing and see Elizabeth if Whitaker you all have any share. questions. All right,
3: let's see. you well, just knocked me out of. <laughs> All right, let's see. Penny, you may unmute. Penny. Hello, can you hear me okay? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. All yes. right. Hi, Penny. Okay. Hey, how you doing, Elizabeth? Great. Um, I got two questions. One is I you know, I, I use Zoom and you know, sometimes, you know, I check for updates. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then they'll tell you that there's an update, but it's hard to get to the update, the install. Is that where I need to use that touch cursor to get there? Uh, Cause it's, you know, I'll use the JAWS and I, what I end up doing is I use my braille display and the touch mm-hmm. cursor from the braille display. So I'm assuming that I need to do the touch cursor to get to that install. Is that correct?
1: I would say yes, uh that would be one of those situations where it would re- would probably really help uh to be able to navigate to that button, yeah
3: okay, and what's that yep. command again? is it shift uh, shift with the um um p c cursor yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, because yep. the same thing happens with Outlook plugins. I'll get a notification right. that Outlook wants to date update the plugins and you have to struggle to get there. So I'm glad to know there is a touch cursor. My other question is, probably shouldn't ask it, but I'm going to. Do we mm-hmm. know when JAWS 2024 is coming out yet?
1: It is right around the corner. Uh-huh. So it is got- it is right around the corner
3: corner. that's all you go tell me right it's right around the corner
1: (laughs) well we'll be talking a whole lot about it very very soon so um, yeah it's I mean it's it is is coming up this month
3: okay I'll be waiting yes Yes. thank you
1: thank you and you know you bring up a really interesting point about those Outlook plugins because I use the Zoom Outlook plugin a lot for scheduling Mm -hmm. yeah and yeah that is an excellent application for that there because yeah it will bring that up and you can't navigate to where you need to go so yeah that's great
3: okay thank you
1: uh-huh. right
3: anybody else have any questions you can raise your hand
1: it can be about anything it doesn't have to be about cursors Nobody has answers yet. Okay. Well, we'll give you guys just a couple of minutes to see if you have any more questions. In the meantime, I do want to mention a couple of things. So we did do a webinar on this a few years ago. We didn't talk about the touch cursor, but we did talk about these other cursors. So if you do want to check that out, you can go to freedomscientific.com forward slash webinars. And I believe that webinar that webinar was called So Many Cursors, So Little Time. Uh, we did do some demonstrations there and, and talk about the PC and virtual cursors and the JAWS and the scan and the invisible cursors. So um, also.
3: I glad you do have a hand and
0: you have 10 oh,
1: good. minutes. Okay. Let's go ahead and take that question right. and I'll Scott, mention our contest tournament. All
0: right. Uh, hey, just, uh, just to make sure we're clear. I think this mm-hmm. is the uh, just in case other people may not be too clear on these cursors. I would I would say for the most part normally, and most most commonly, we're going to be using the PC cursor for standard any any place where there's a standard dialog box or mm-hmm. menu or anything. You're going to be using the PC cursor when you when you arrow and tab and so forth, and you and Jaws is most likely defaulting to it. Whatever it starts up, I'm sure, whenever it first starts, um, and so. The other cursors would come in handy where you're using applications where your normal navigation keys don't work, aren't aren't getting you anywhere. Like if you try to tab an arrow around and you're not getting anywhere, then switch to a something like the jaws cursor, or Pete, or, or even the maybe even the touch cursor if that's not if that's not working. Just switching that. I just wanted to kind of clarify mm-hmm. that, and if you would, if you agree or correct me in any way. Yeah, no,
1: mm-hmm. that is correct. That is correct. I mean, the and you know, like you said, the dialog boxes in your standard navigation—that's your PC cursor. Web pages, it's going to be your virtual PC cursor.
0: Virtual, and it switches to that, of course, when right. your web page is Right, kind of
1: and it just knows to do that. And and the same thing, you know, but like you said, when you're when you're using your jaws cursor, you're going to be using, and those other cursors, you're going to be using them when. Nothing else seems to be working. You're not getting the feedback that you know you need. Or if sometimes, I'll use the JAWS cursor sometimes if I just want to see what is outside of maybe the document area, what what other things are in that oh, document yeah. window.
0: Like a screen review mode we used to mm-hmm. have in old screen readers and DOS yes. days. And like. Yeah. Also, uh, I can't help wondering sometimes if uh, how how ai is going to play out on this as far as the use of cursors if maybe someday we won't even need to switch them it'll jaws will be in you'll know more and more and it'll do like a screen analysis and help us to, it'll just we'll just be able to treat anything as if a standard and jaws will just tell us to navigate use the arrow keys to move to navigate use tab and no doesn't matter what kind of application it is Soon that's a later, really good can't point. And help if AI is going to kind of clear the way for that sort of thing.
1: It very well could.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Just time will tell.
1: Absolutely. Well, that's
0: pretty much all I had. Thanks.
1: Okay. Thank
3: you. All right. Area code 518 ending in 517. You may unmute. This is Mary Beth. Um, could you just say a little bit about the Braille cursor? Because I tend to use my speech off a lot of times and just use the Braille display. Thanks.
1: So the Braille cursor, yeah, sure. The Braille cursor works in the same way that some of these other cursors do as well. You can navigate around and uh, you can, you know, I think Penny was saying that she uses her Braille cursor in the same way that we would use, you know, maybe the touch cursor where you're trying to locate a button and you're able to navigate using that Braille cursor. So if you're using a Braille display, again, that's a great way to navigate instead of maybe that touch cursor. Um, if we go to, say, JAWS commands, I can you can type in Braille cursor, for example. Let's see if it'll come up this way. Uh, well, it did for... Let's see, I'm trying to get it to come up the command. So yeah, you can go and you can type into command search, you can press insert space followed by J and then you can type in, even if you type in the word cursor, it should still bring up that information. So it'll give you those keyboard commands, so for your Braille display. Liz, you have five minutes and no hands. Okay. No hands? Mm-mm. All no right, man. we'll give it another minute or so, see if we get any more hands.
3: Scott, you may
1: unmute.
4: Thank you very much. I hope this is on topic. Mm-hmm. Would Can you discuss briefly any strategies we should use when we encounter a a button that does not activate uh, on a web page by just simply hitting uh, the enter key. I have turned off the PC cursor and tried to click on it. And usually that doesn't work. Are there other strategies that we ought to be incorporating in this kind of a situation to see if we we could get the button to work?
1: That's a good question, because usually it all has to do with how it's coded. Yeah. And if it's not working with space or enter, I mean, I have tried those cursors before. um, And I think, really, it's just a matter of sometimes those buttons aren't clickable because they're not coded properly.
4: I thought that Um, might be the case.
1: Yeah. I mean, sometimes I will turn off the virtual PC cursor and see if I can enter or space uh see if it'll make a difference, but yeah, oftentimes it's just a coding issue. Okay. Thanks yeah.
4: very much. I thought that might be the answer.
1: Yeah. Sorry I don't have any more concrete <laughs> information for but you. It, there. It,
4: it's really tough after you've filled out all the information and you're down to that last button and it doesn't work. Right. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much.
1: And, you know, that is an interesting, great point you bring up because no matter how accessible the rest of the page is, if you can't use that last button. One element
4: can put dead in the water. It is. It is. No doubt about it. Have a good day.
1: Thank you very much. Yeah, and I also wanted to point out, too, that in the the JAWS helper we just were, there's a whole section on using the Braille cursor with all those commands there for linking Braille cursors and things like that. And using the Braille cursor is all done from your Braille display. So I just wanted to make that. That point as well. Okay, Liz, you don't have any other hands. All right, I just wanted to mention one quick thing here. So this coming, well, okay, but in in the month of October here, the, before the end of October, we'll be releasing Jaws Zoom Text Infusion twenty twenty four, and to celebrate all things Jaws Zoom Text Infusion. November is now called Shark Sharkvember. And we're going to have a lot of different events and things surrounding that and throughout the whole month of November. So if you go to freedomscientific.com slash sharkvember, you can read all about those, one of which is our Next Big Thing contest. So we have actually received all of our submissions for that. We're going to hold an event on November 14th where we are going to choose the next big thing, and what that is, is our uh, participants had submitted their feature ideas. You may have submitted some yourself, some of you out there, on what they would like to see us integrate into our software in the future. So we encourage everyone to join us at 6 p.m. Eastern on November 14th. Go to freedomscientific.com/slash-next-big-thing for all the details and to register for that event. Lots of entertainment lots of great information and you'll get to hear about the the features from the three finalists and find out who wins the grand prize. And with that, I believe that is it for today. So thank you all for coming. Thank you so-